Five seconds to go. Touchdown! Unbelievable! Take it in, folks. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Texan Overtime Podcast. I'm your host, Donald Smoot. Um, this is our first episode of the summer, and I'm really excited to be back um, with the gang and, you know, talking about everything going on. Before we start today's episode, I just want to take a moment to recognize those who we've lost due to police brutality. I want to say rest in power to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Mike Ramos, and all the other victims of these heinous crimes. And so now, before we begin today's episode, I want us to take a moment of silence. All right, thank you. Thank you for that. So with us today, we have an old face. We have Marcus Crum, who is now the Associate Managing Editor at the Daily Texan. What's going on? What's up, guys? It's, it's good to be back. Exactly. And then we also have two new faces. Um, one, uh, we have Stephen Wagner, who is now an Associate Sports Editor for the Texan. What's going on? What's going on, Donnie? Happy to be here. Exactly. I'm happy, happy to have you on. And then newly minted as our new sports editor at the Daily Texan um, is Maya Taylor. What's, what's going on, Maya? Hey, guys. Happy to be with you all. Okay. So obviously, there's been a lot going on this week. And so that's basically what we're going to talk about this entire episode. Um, there were two protests in Austin this past weekend. There was one on Saturday, and then there was one on Sunday. So in light of all this, there's been a lot of expectations on a lot of people, specifically college coaches, um, to come out and make statements. And one of those people who has made a statement is Tom Herman. He went on FS1 the other day on Colin Coward's show. Um, he talked to him for, for a pretty good amount of time. And then he went and he talked to Brian Davis of the Austin American Statesman and made, uh, made some further comments. Um, I want to start with the comments that he made to Brian Davis, because I think those – I think those were were the ones that in a in a vacuum resonate a little bit more. Listen to what he says to to Brian. He says, "Can the average fan relate? No, they can't. There's a double standard, maybe a little bit. We're going to pack a hundred thousand people into DKR and millions watch on TV that are predominantly white. Not all of them certainly, but most of them white. But are we going to let them date our daughter? Are we going to hire them in a position of power in our company? That's the question I have for America." You can't have it both ways. And I think that as a, as a statement, that was a, that was a great quote. And I, um, I don't necessarily want to like, be like, congrats, like you, you know, you acknowledge racism, but it's a very fair thing for, for Tom to say. And I think it's a very strong statement and I do want to commend him on that. Um, Maya, what, what are your initial thoughts on that? Yeah, I really, I really like the distinction that he created as far as like, you know, a lot of like when I was watching the MJ documentary and there was an episode about how he was like this cultural icon and, you know, you see like all sorts of people love him, like black people, white people, whoever. And I was like, wow, like people were really ahead of their time for like the nineties. But then I remember like, it's because he was an athlete. And while sports has been like an end for black people to integrate into society, um, just just like entertainment has been. Um, it's also become a way for Black people to kind of only be valued in those arenas. 
And so I really like that um, Herman uh, mentioned that distinction that it's like on Saturdays, people could be cheering for you within like some other day you're walking around. If you're black, you could end up just like George Floyd or Ahmaud Arbery. And so that was a very powerful statement. Um, I have a lot of respect for Herman for making that statement because I think that's something that a lot of people don't recognize where they're like, oh, I'm not racist. I love LeBron James. It's like, that doesn't really mean anything. Um, so yeah, I really commend him for that. Yeah, I I think kind of the thing that stands out is we've seen a lot of just garbage non-statements released by organizations, by by businesses, by sports teams, Dallas Mavericks being one of them, sadly. But I think this stands out to me. And again, this is not to just, you know, applaud him because he recognizes that racism is bad. But I think this stands out because, again, it's easy to release a, a non-statement of like a PR release and try to uh, just display, oh, I, you know, I get it, even though he doesn't. But I think this clearly shows that he truly does understand. And I can't say the same for a lot of college football coaches around the country. Um, but like who you, <laughs> names? Well, I, I, I think, you know, who I'm talking about, <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't need to pull Dabo. out the receipts, but uh, Dabo. <laughs> that Davo is, is definitely one of them, but Herman clearly shows that he, at, at, at a base level, he understands and, and say what you will about him as a coach. But, um, I, I think it says a lot that he he truly does empathize with um, his athletes who obviously are predominantly black and he understands um, what it means to, to be an athlete. And like Maya said, to only be respected for that. Um, and, and he, he values them as, as more than that. Steven. Yeah. So going back to the concept of being valued at face value as an athlete um, you know, a lot of, University of Texas players have been very outspoken uh, about it. Um, Andrew Jones has been one. Uh, Donovan Williams has been one. Uh, DeMarvion Overshone, the uh, the hybrid free safety linebacker, tweeted yesterday afternoon, maybe if I put on my football uniform, they'll listen. I think, if anything, you know, th- these are University of Texas athletes saying that they want to be valued beyond just their platform as an athlete. They want to be valued as a person and they don't want to have a platform just because they are a black athlete. And unfortunately, some of the comments to these athletes tweeting tweeting their beliefs, like if I put on my football uniform, they'll listen whenever they tweet that, uh, they're being shut down effectively in their response, being told stick to stick to football, stick to basketball, um, I'm not going to follow a left wing team. And I think, I think what these athletes are really trying to say is this is not a partisan matter. Uh, you don't have to be liberal or conservative to agree with facts and statistics that black people are harassed by police officers more than white people are. Um, and I think that's something that athletes are really trying to bring to the forefront right now. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm trying to pull up a, a tweet from Danny Davis of the Austin American Statesman, but um, shout out Danny, shout out Danny. Yeah, uh, shout out Danny. Yeah, Danny tweeted earlier: Black student athletes at Texas, quote, "We would like to not die." 
quote, this guy, well, I have to find a new team to root for. This man replied to a Brian Davis tweet about minority players where he was quoting Herman. Uh, He said, the brand may be damaged, referring to Texas. If the players go full left wing, I will quit being a fan. So will many others, end quote. And so, you know, that, I think that really shows uh, the response that members of the black community, period, are, uh, are receiving to this. Uh, you know, it's not just athletes, it's journalists as well. Um, you know, it's this effect of shut up and do your job. And this is something that we have to acknowledge is not okay in our society. Yeah, I'm very interested in, um, in just the idea of, of athletes overcoming the shut up and dribble expectation. It's, it's, re- it's really annoying. And so a couple of days ago, it was, it was Jalen Brown. He was going out um, to, to protest. Him. And somebody, somebody had, had, had quote tweeted it, and I forget who, and I'm sorry, but they quote tweeted it and they said, I remember when y'all said that this man was too smart to be drafted. And that's something that happens a lot is that they see people who are interested in other things outside of basketball or things outside of their sport. I know what happened with Miles Garrett. They, they were worried that Miles Garrett was too smart because he likes to write poetry. Uh, those concerns came out about Mo Bamba as well. And it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, these are, these are human beings. Nobody else in the world is ever asked to simply stick to their job, right? Note that expectation is not put on anybody else. And especially in, in the era that we're living in where everybody has a, has a voice and can create their own platform, that's not put on, on anybody, you know? So I think it's, I think it's unfair. I really, I'm really proud of Andrew Jones for saying, um, for saying the things that he said. I know, and I know right after it, uh, he was going back and forth with a couple of people who were basically telling him to shut up and dribble. And he said, I'm not, so unfollow me. And that's, that's a great, that's a great attitude. And it was a great response. Uh, Marcus, you talked about, right. You have brought up the Mavericks and that bum statement that they put out. And a lot of organizations have put out a bum statement in terms of institutions where these black athletes are bringing in, are bringing in this amount of money. What are, um, are you guys satisfied with UT athletic statement? And are you guys satisfied with UT as a whole? Because they both put out a statement. Yeah. So before I touch on that, I kind of wanted to go back to like Andrew Jones and athletes speaking out. I just find it so interesting how like a lot of these black athletes are making the university like so much money, like so much money. But then people still don't think that they can speak out. And they're like, you can't speak out because it's inconveniencing my entertainment. And I just think that's just so selfish. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I just really think that athletes in particular should be able to have platforms just like anybody else because they they influence so many like young people and just different things like that. So that, those are my thoughts on that. But anyway, as far as UT, um, you know, it, this kind of ties back into that whole like being valued as an athlete versus like a person. So, you know, the athletes, you know, a lot of people complain about athletes. Like they're like, oh, they get treated so special and they get all these perks and like the rest of us college students have to like pay for everything. And, you know, there's all sorts of complaints about that. Um, 
but then it's like if you're like a black athlete or you're like a black student walking around UT and they've like released this statement like this and then they also have like buildings and stuff named after confederate you know figures it's kind of a slap in the face a little bit because it's it just feels kind of like okay so we're kind of just doing like what everybody else is doing and to say like we're all um united by burnt orange you're just kind of ignoring the problem because people aren't they're not asking to for you to like not see their color or like for you to just like see like oh i i don't see it like no we people we we want we you to like see you to us see it. We yeah we yeah we need you to see it and we need you to see like the kinds of issues that we're facing because i i don't i don't think like ignoring the differences is like a good thing i think we should look at the differences and like learn how to like accept them versus just saying that they don't exist and so yeah ut you know they they did better the second time around but they probably should have thought a little bit harder about um what they were going to say because i think i still think a lot of these universities don't want to offend people but at this point like you shouldn't they shouldn't be so concerned with that and they should get rid of the confederate stuff listen there's, there's a lot of stuff that ut um should change in terms of, of that first statement, I remember watching it and it was and it was accompanied by and this it was accompanied by a Nike commercial. Um and it was just it was it was awful. It was a bad look. And one thing that I don't understand is how how people still what are what are PR teams doing? That's 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 my question, right? Because there's been enough examples so far to let you know, even if, even if you're worried about getting it perfectly right, there's been enough examples to show you how not to do it. And people still go around and they still do it the wrong way. And I think for UT, that statement of saying, it's not a black or white issue, we're all burnt orange, you're wrong. It is a, it's, it's about black people, right? That's what, that's what this is about. This is about black people being killed in the streets by police. And if you are out here trying to pretend like that's not what it is, then you're wrong. If you're out here trying to save face for, for people who, who don't value other people's lives, then you're wrong. And if you don't, and if you don't get that, then either, then either get it, right? Either you need to understand how to get it or get about the game because this, this, this can't be the standard moving forward. A lot, a lot of institutions need to understand, especially right ones that make all of their money off of their athletes. You have to understand where where we are right now, and I and I really do pray that they that they understand why they have to say the things and do the things that are necessary to get us past this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Donnie. Um, so in regards to, uh, in regards to the, we're all burn orange notion, um, one of the things that Tamar Van Overshone tweeted, uh, I think it was two days after, uh, after the university released a statement, um, Tamar Van tweeted, quote, responding with all lives matter to black lives matter is a protest to my protest. Um, you know, and I think that the university response, of or the initial university response of 
ignoring this, effectively ignoring this and saying, well, you know, it's not really just a black problem. Uh, you know, we want equality for everyone. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it's, to me, it's effectively turning a blind eye to the situation. And, uh, you know, for black athletes at UT specifically, um, the UT football team and the UT men's basketball team uh, have a great deal of black athletes and football and basketball through the money that they make effectively power and fund the rest of UT sports, which are mostly non-generating except for baseball, which makes a slight amount of money. Yeah. Um, so before, before we get out of here, um, I, I just, I, I want to say this, right. Um, to the, to the athletes that are, that are coming back and to the athletes that, that participate in these sports, under, understand that that your voice is not only welcomed but it's needed and it is something that me personally I will be looking forward to from hearing from you guys um it's something that that whether or not that whether or not quote unquote the masses want to hear you it's something that the masses need need to hear and and it's something that that we need to to normalize, right? Because at the end of the day, you are more than than your sport, and and you are a human being, and that's that's all that matters. Um, that's all that we have this week on Texan Overtime. I appreciate you guys for listening. Read all of our stories at thedailytexan.com, and we'll be back next week with with more audio art. See you guys next week. Texan Overtime is a production of the Daily Texan Sports and Audio Department. Overtime is made with the help of Donovan Smoot, Maya Taylor, Marcus Crum, and Stephen Wagner. It's produced and edited by Harper Carlton. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Texan Audio and at Texan Sports. Thank you for listening and see you next week.